92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Quality of Life show with Nancy and Lisa. You know, the crazy mother-daughter travel team on the Love Your Parks tour. We travel full-time across the country documenting parks and public lands. While we produce our digital magazines, our different ones, one of them being quality of life. And, uh, you know, we're very excited today because we're, you know, we're really into fair trade and also companies and organizations that help people and the planet. And uh, one of our friends, Cheryl, we were at her house over in Lubbock, Texas, a couple months ago, and um, Mm -hmm. she got all this cool mail. And uh, one of the boxes is from a subscription from Mercy House Global. It's an awesome organization and she got her fair trade friday box and all these beautiful artisan products came out and we're like well what's this about and she's like look what i have and she Mm -hmm. goes you know i'm helping these women over in kenya by being part of this gift box that comes every i think Mm -hmm. it's every quarter there's all different ways to do this uh different levels of the subscription through mercy house global so we've got Kristen Welchern, her husband, Terrell, founded Mercy House Global, and we've got her on the show today, but I want everyone to go to fairtradefriday.club. But welcome, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to talk with you guys today and share a little bit about what we do. Yeah, cool. this Fair Trade Friday. I love the, the name of it. Uh, do you have to, does it, everything go out on a Friday or do you receive it on a Friday? Could you make that happen? <laughs> Well, Friday's the best day of the week, right? So we did that. And then we actually, uh, originally we shipped on Fridays. Now we ship every day, but uh, we started with a group of refugees uh, and a Friday class, an empowerment class uh, here in Houston. And so that's where we got the name. And um, we really want to make every day feel like Friday because of the empowering work that happens through fair trade. that's a little bit about the name. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Mercy House Global, that is a nonprofit, right? Yes, ma'am. It's a nonprofit that started in 2010. Um, I am a writer by profession and travel yeah, with- Yeah, a blog. You blog. A, you have a parenting yeah. blog. Yes, cool. a parenting blog. And then I've written six books and oh. uh, tell the story of um, really just what's happened the past uh, decade or so in this journey. Um, and how it's really changed my perspective and, and helped me, I think, be, be a better person by caring about other people, loving my neighbors. Um, but we started in 2010. We have three maternity homes in Nairobi, Kenya, where young girls between the ages of 12 and 16 who have gotten pregnant due to survival prostitution or trafficking are removed from a dangerous situation and um, provided a beautiful home, a temporary place for them to have their babies and 
um, really rehabilitate and learn um, holistically how to care for their children and become moms. And um, we really are an organization that keeps families together and provides an opportunity for um, the most oppressed people group in the world, which is women. And, and so uh, in Kenya, we have an indigenous staff there. We have um, helped 70 teenagers have their babies and keep their babies. And uh, we basically provide jobs for their families, dignified work, so that they have an opportunity um, other than survival prostitution to provide for their families. Because when you take away an undignified job like trafficking, if you don't replace it with something dignified, then um, mm -hmm. it's easy to go back to it. And so that's how we got into the artisan fair trade world was just uh, kind of going upstream and looking at why were these, why are these young girls being put into this situation to begin with? And so we felt like we could help even more women, not just in the aftercare once they'd gotten pregnant, but maybe we could provide some opportunities where families would never have to make this choice. And so we work with artisans. Um, we have seven artisan groups in Kenya. Um, all of our fair trade sells the product that we sell in a various ways we we try to sell product in every way imaginable and um, yeah i know when i get on the site you get sucked in man i'm like yes. there's so many ways mm -hmm. i'm like okay <laughs> you can explain all that <laughs> yeah there is yeah so we do that in order to support these maternity centers and um we we love it it's empowering work it's really beautiful it's has its challenges um but mm -hmm. it's really about educating consumers that every purchase we make can really make a huge impact and we can be a part of really changing the world for good. And these are uh, products that are handcrafted, yeah. you know, from when I was looking at, um, you know, what Cheryl had, I was like, wow, this is so nice. And, mm -hmm. and there's, it's so much different like than buying everything that's mass produced, right? So there's mm -hmm. the quality of the product, but going back to Kenya, Nancy and I lived there, I grew up there as a kid and there's definitely a problem, you know, and, um, I Nancy Nancy taught in a convent, taught art in a convent uh, when we lived in Nairobi, and some of the women that became nuns were mm. doing so, right, Nancy, to get out of negative situations. Yeah, and they so really were they they didn't want to necessarily be a nun. Yeah, they were they just found it as a easier road rather than being uh, married to somebody forty years older than them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it may be sometimes even, strangely enough, into a different tribe. Yes. Um, whatever the parents of the child did was because they had other younger children and mm -hmm. they were trying to finance their family. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's easy to look at those families and, and be mean about it and we're saying, well, you shouldn't this and you shouldn't yeah. that. But yes. when you live there and you see it on a day-to-day -day basis, you realize that the whole system there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, has to progress, which it is, Yeah. but it's just taking longer than, than yeah. normal uh, or than longer than we did. I, you know, it's yeah, this a, was the seventies and the eighties for us, the late seventies yeah, and early eighties. Yeah, since to see how it's really working what? now. Yeah, what but, is the situation there yeah. now? Like, I mean, it's definitely a generational uh, mm -hmm. cycle of poverty. And um, what's incredible, you know, life expectancy is much lower because life is harder. And we provide jobs for 
the grandmothers of the babies that come into our maternity homes and the grandmothers are in their thirties. And many of them have never um, left the slum. They've never been out of a two mile radius. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, uneducated, oppressed, marginalized. And, and like you said, Nancy, I, in the very early years of starting this, it's, it's easy to say with all of our privilege and opportunity, I would never make that choice until you sit in the home of a woman right. who is really sacrificing one child to save the other seven. Exactly. And it's a, it, there, isn't, there are no choices, basically. And so mm-hmm. the best they can with what they have. And we're really mm-hmm. trying to redeem future generations by breaking that cycle of poverty. And we're doing that through dignified work. And the result is beautiful handmade items that make incredible gifts. And um, we're really you know, changing lives through uh, keeping artisanal craft alive. That That's awesome. And we have weavers weaving rugs and ceramic artists making ceramics. We have basket weavers weaving baskets every day and mm-hmm. being made. And it's things that are indigenous to the country and uh, also part of being sustainable where they're not totally dependent on us, but they can go to the markets there and to the stores there and uh, sell what they're making because we're keeping a skill alive mm-hmm. that is generations old. And it's something that is, is, can be done immediately. It's not like you have to go to college to do this either. Right. You know, that's also very important. And I think also the big thing that you're doing, not only raising the funds to help these women, but you're also creating awareness through mm-hmm. this. Have you seen that happen where people are buying like gift subscriptions to their friends, family that people may not know the situation in Kenya or other women? Because I know this mm-hmm. isn't just Kenya. There's it's around the it's world. global. Yeah. yeah. And we actually provide jobs in 30 different countries. Um, wow. That's great. Product development. Mm-hmm. Um, our homes are in Kenya, so we have the biggest impact there. But this is a global issue. And I think awareness is such a key uh, component. It's mm-hmm. a really a, a complete um, leg of our nonprofit because you don't know what you don't know. And um, mm-hmm. when we're shopping big box stores and we're contributing to modern day slavery where 40 million people are currently trapped in labor trafficking. We don't know that, like we're not, we're ignorant to that fact. And so um, once we're, we, that light has been turned on and we're, we realize we're contributing to it. I, I think it demands us to make a decision. Are we gonna continue this or, but we don't know what we don't know. And so um, we try to encourage shoppers to start small choose one area of your life. Gift giving is an easy area because our culture loves to give gifts. We celebrate holidays. Um, and, and that's why we try to provide something for everyone. We're really trying to compete with the main market and say, we can provide trendy items that are going to last a long time that provide empowerment that are unique. You're going to feel good about the purchase. And Mm -hmm. there is person behind the product and it's the people I mean they are our passion and when you buy something from you know a big box store you don't know who made it right like that store is not promoting that person they're promoting their own agenda their own um, bottom line and Mm -hmm. so really want to connect the consumer with the person behind the product because there are people behind everything that we buy we Mm -hmm. just know who they are and so we are 
pulling that veil back and saying, this is the person who made your rug. This is her name. This is her story. And it, it feels good to be a part, to use our money in a way that impacts uh, the poor. And, you know, as a faith-based ministry, we, we know that we did not choose to be born where we're, where we, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm sure. in North America, because we had the opportunity, right. And God's sovereignty, we're all, we are where we are without choice. Um, so I feel like there's a responsibility for those of us in the global North to do something to impact, um, you know, those who were born into a place where they did not choose to be a part of systematic oppression. And, um, we have this, this responsibility. Um, and I love that about fair trade because it does protect our environment. It protects, it protects people, right? Like it's this beautiful. Um, and so when you buy fair trade, you're, you're helping the ecosystems and the environment, you're helping people, you're putting those, um, I think it's just a prioritizing of how we're consuming. Um, and it's a really beautiful opportunity to make a difference. In- it's huge. We have it to is. make a change because you want to keep making the, the top rich people richer or do you want to help those? I mean, we're all connected, right? So we have these choices to make. And, you know, you want to change something. And, you know, I look at it being entrepreneurs this country has got to kind of wake up a little bit more to how we buy and how we do things and support entrepreneurs. And that's what I think the fair trade program is so important because it brings that entrepreneurial spirit back into, Hey, this is why we need it. And part of these mass trafficking, there's always someone making money Mm -hmm. at the top. There's always someone there getting that cash and not necessarily legally. legally and, Mm-hmm. Um, when you have these kind of programs, it's something that's easy to. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike, not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Be a part of, you know, we want to do a lot of good in our lives, right? And so to me, it's like, it's a simple choice. Of, it, it, you yes. know, we also, um, a big part of our program is local initiatives. We, um, work with a lot of refugees who have been resettled to the United States from mm. the Middle East and South America and Africa. Uh, so we provide jobs for them and we work with anti-trafficking movements here in our city of Houston and in the South. So women who are recovering from, I mean, because we also have a trafficking problem here in the United States. Huge. Yes. It's huge. Help in our own backyard. And so uh, locally we have women who are recovering and uh, who are our intern with us here in our retail stores and in our ministry. And so it's a full circle. Um, every purchase goes back to empowering women around the world and it's working and in some small ways and some big ways, um, we're making a dent in this enormous challenge. 
you can't you, you can't solve the world in one day and that's why we no, all it's bit by bit right <laughs> but there's one thing that i um i led a, a couple of tours to kenya and from this country over to kenya and there was uh people really went mainly to see the wildlife and it was interesting their outlook on the native people there mm -hmm. and uh, some of them really came in with the idea that the people were, I hate to use this word, quotes, backwards, mm -hmm. okay? And they really are not. They have the same mental capabilities that we do, but some of the people felt that they did not have the mental capabilities that we do, or they wouldn't be still living in the bush. Mm -hmm. Now, when you go out with some of their guides and you're walking through the bush, then you start to see just how smart they really are about their own environment and how to exist in that environment. So there, there is a thing there, you know, that I would, I would just love to see race to where you look at a country um, or a people's different from your own and automatically assume they're not as smart as you or they can't be as smart as you. And what I saw while I was there is they very much want education and um, the parents were really strict with their kids as far as getting, when they could, get them to a school. Getting them to a school was not an easy thing. Yeah. yeah. Because and some was like two, 300 miles away from a school, right. you know. Right. Our model is actually to empower indigenous people. We do not have an American presence. Uh, we never mm -hmm. have on site mm -hmm. in Kenya because like yeah. you said, Nancy, we believe that the people that we love and work with in Kenya are every bit as capable as we are. They're smart, mm -hmm. they're educated, they mm -hmm. want to see change happen in their country. Um, sometimes those resources are limited because of corruption mm -hmm. or because yes. uh, access to global markets. And um, we're very passionate about empowering local people. So from a house mother all the way up to board members to um, mm -hmm. every staff member uh, is a local Kenyan and mm -hmm. we are invisible. Um, we That's awesome. You never know it was an American funded organization because we we don't want to be you know the savior on the white horse going into mm -hmm. help country I feel like that does more harm than good we've mm -hmm. seen that you know in different initiatives how we've uh literally in our attempt to help have hurt and ruined entire markets look at especially the in Africa my god especially <laughs> in Africa and in third world countries and so we uh, there's a book called When Helping Hurts, and we really take that approach of empowerment through um, job creation and through, um, you know, indigenous efforts. Not to say that there aren't other models that work, but this is something we're really passionate about is being as invisible as possible and creating sustainability because uh, the people we have met around the world are beautiful and very capable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, to shine a light on that i love yeah. it because again it's you're giving people um you know especially women <laughs> this mm -hmm. tool to be able mm -hmm. to continue to to make money and support yeah. themselves and their children and their families i think that is you know when you can stand on your own two feet at a certain point and it, you know you have that pathway to do it and i know every 
everyone I know over there is hungry to have that opportunity, you know? Really what we're talking about is dignity. And yes, dignity yes. is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it would be easier. I'm this is honesty, very vulnerable. It would be easier for us just to give people money and tell mm-hmm. them how to spend it. Um, but there's no dignity in that. And so yeah. it's really hard to train and create artisans. And, and there's a lot of challenges in that process. Mm-hmm. We do that so that they can make a fair wage and they can do what they want with their money. They can buy their children food on the table. They can pay for school fees. They can be empowered. You know, we, we make a conscious mm-hmm. choice to provide dignity. And we do that because it's the right thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. People don't want handout, handouts across the world. Every country I've been in, I've asked women the same question. What, what is it that you need? And no one has ever answered money. Yeah. Everyone says a job. And yeah. so, you know, we were created to work with our hands and to provide for our family. And there's just a lot of dignity to make that possible. And then, you know, sort of get out of the way and let it um, happen in a way that is beneficial to the people. That's awesome. You know, and I think education is so important in this you know, conversation because there are a lot of um, people living in their tribal settings that don't have access because of distance to schools and things like that. And uh, providing jobs that provide money will eventually provide education for their children. And what I saw in Kenya was so many parents that their their focus was get my children educated, yes. get them educated, get them yes. educated so that they can and that is, with, yeah. That is still the predominant focus of mm. the average family, especially in Kenya. And mm. it's a huge, uh, I would say other than health, you know, getting a girl yeah. healthy, mm-hmm. And helping because most of the teenagers have not had prenatal care and they're very young. And so the health side is obviously very important, very expensive. We uh, deal with their emotional health and physical health. But the second key factor is education. It is, it is, I can't even emphasize how important it is that the girls have access to education because um, well, first of all, once you become pregnant in this specific country, you lose your right at education. Exactly. Pregnant yeah. and school. And so we have on-site educators for girls mm-hmm. who are pregnant so awesome. to try to keep them um, where they're not falling too far behind. And then once they have their baby, that baby is a year old, they've been taking classes on-site, uh, we get them back into school and we provide mm-hmm. childcare their children awesome. um, or we help them choose a vocational route if uh, academic is not an option because they've missed too much school or, or too far behind but vocational education is also empowering so I agree. education is the key to um, really the, solving the poverty epidemic um, and so uh, families will do anything to mm-hmm. educate kids and it's something we take for granted here you know exactly women 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 empowerment you know is so important for them to be able to be sustainable you know that's the thing about fair trade too it's sustainable and sustainable is not always just the environment which is always important too but sustainability is about being sustainable as a family as a woman you know 
mm-hmm. for the child and the stress that comes with that that's where trauma occurs is when a family is not sustainable when yeah. if, if there's not the financial and the education and the moving forward then and also you don't get to make the decisions you need to make your, right. your options are limited so you may go this direction which you're saying that you don't want them to go off that way again because it's what you have once you have that education you know doors open up and avenues are there that you can get yourself out of bad circumstances so i think this is this is so exciting what i do want people to know about is how they can join the club if there's a subscription but it looks like if you go to mercyhouseglobal.org you can go shopping all day long right cool yes we will help you spend your money on things that are beautiful and change lives uh, we have mercyhouseglobal.org is our ministry website. You can go to our online store from there and make a one-time purchase. What we're talking about today is fairtradefriday.club. Uh, and you can also find that from Mercy House Global, but that is our recurring monthly subscription option. And we have five clubs available. Uh, so something for every budget, as low as $11.99 a month. You can get an incredible pair of handmade earrings, you know, statement or stud earrings every single month comes from different countries, provides empowerment for women, all the way up to a quarterly box, which happens four times a year, which is our um, heirloom items, handmade shoes, wooden items, leather bags. And we have a candle club. We have what we call our original box, which is a little bit of everything. That's probably what your friend um, received. Cheryl, That's our most popular. Well, option. she had two. She's like, look, I got my. She has the Friday one. I think then the Grace pack. It was what's the Grace? Okay. Yes, Grace. Cases and then she's first- like, look at this. She's like, I can't help myself if I'm going to buy gifts and buy things for my home. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this. And she goes, I'm helping this woman. And she had mm-hmm. a picture of the of the lady and. And her child, that is my focus. I'm making sure that they are okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's even better. She told you guys about it. And that's and here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So just a full circle. Um, as a nonprofit that is faith-based, we uh we have been hit so hard the last two years. And so we're uh, we just I think most companies have been um we've had a few catastrophic things happen in 2021, uh, right after, you know, I think we all thought 2021 was going to be better than 2020. Uh, one of our three maternity homes burned to the ground and oh my gosh. I'm so sorry that we lost one of our three homes there. And then five months ago here in the U S the floor collapsed in the warehouse that we call home and we lost our building here. And so we've been in a temporary location for the last five months trying to recover from that. So um, as you know, when you're trying to do good in the world, which I think doing fair trade is making a good choice, there's always opposition and um, you take two steps forward and one step back. So we, we love our community and we're so thankful for their support um, so that we can keep doing this good work. Um, every purchase, there's a person behind it and we want to keep those people in front of, of the world and let them know that what we do matters and what you do with your shopping dollars matters. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they do. Well, I hope everything moves forward smoothly now for you guys. And Thank having you. your fire, I know things that yes. was 
Yes, that happens. Um, yeah, and, and I really just hope everything's smooth sailing for you guys. I know you were moving offices when we first started connecting. And, uh, you know, listen, you got to be all ready because, you know, I'm saying this whole Black Friday thing needs to be, we should just take that whole, I don't yeah. even like the, the, the terming of it. I just, they need mm -hmm. to stop it. And, you know, if it was a rush to, to buy things that were fair trade, I know there's yeah. giving Saturday and all that, but can we well, just take the trade, holidays and do good? Actually, you know? fair trade Friday sounds a lot better. I like fair trade Friday. That's it. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's the best. Term. New term. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to like put that stamp on it. It's yours. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So everyone fair trade Friday dot club, right? That's the website. Yeah. And then mercyhouseglobal.org as well. Thank you so much for taking time mm -hmm. on and joining us and get back to moving your building. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> get much. those orders filled. Get yeah. those orders filled. Yeah. No, it's a real pleasure having you on the show. I want to thank Cheryl as well for connecting us and everyone keep up with mm -hmm. us at bigblendradio.com. And thank you so much for all that you do. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Thank you. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.